Hi, welcome to the How Are You Doing podcast. My name is Kim LeClaire, and I'll be your host today, which is March 26th, 2020. We are in the middle of the coronavirus, also known as COVID-19 pandemic. And uh, every day there's new information coming out and new revelations. Yesterday, found out that a friend of mine's brother has it. He was one of the ones that was out partying in Chicago on St. Patrick's Day. So that's interesting. Luckily for her, because she's immunocompromised, she's not been around him. So that was good news. But I just continue to be astonished at this. Everyone has different reactions. And depending on the day, it's a different reaction. <laughs> I read uh, an article. There's, you know, articles about loneliness and grief and just what is all this going to mean? And then, of course, trying to distract ourselves. So the, the idea for this podcast was simply to create little bits of time to check in with people that I know and just reflect for a moment on the meaning of this for ourselves and each other. So the name of this is how are you doing? And it's really about answering that question. Like, how are you doing? So, uh, yeah, with that said, I'm trying to be more spontaneous. We'll see how that sounded. But um, <laughs> my guest today is the amazing and awesome Jamie Riddler. Uh, so hello, Jamie. Hello. So Jamie, I've known Jamie for, seeing about this, Jamie, like, it's probably closing in on 10 years. Wow. Which is crazy. <laughs> I mean, I remember <laughs> I remember finding your sites. And so you check out Jamie at jamieriddlerstudios.ca or openthedoor.ca. And um, yeah, Jamie's a, an amazing artist and creator and coach and just so very, very grateful to count her as a friend. So Jamie, we're just going to get started with the big question. So, how are you doing? Oh, Kim, um, it's so interesting. I'm already, one of the things I was going to say is like how I'm doing shifts with each moment. And already, like I came to the call, I was thinking I would answer that question in one way. Like, I'm, I'm actually okay today. And then I heard you sharing, I'm so sorry to hear about your friend's brother being ill. And that shifted. Do you know, it's kind of like being on a river and suddenly the the current takes you a slightly different direction. So mm -hmm. suddenly I'm thinking about how every time we hear of someone we know, like every time this pandemic comes closer to us, it gets more and more real. And mm -hmm. so I'm okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, but I'm responding, yes. I'm reactive. That's one of the ways I am right oh. now is very reactive to every new bit of information, every new moment seems to bring a different feeling. That's a really good noticing. Like that really, that's exactly yes. Which is what it for me becomes part of why focus is hard. Because if you're connected to the information outside of your little world, you know, focus gets harder. So probably always true to some extent, but um, so what is your current situation like? So one thing I didn't say is you're in Canada. So mm -hmm. this is a different thing, right? So leadership 
is interesting because yeah so tell us about what your current situation is like so oddly my day-to-day situation hasn't changed tremendously because i run my studio from home so i work from home the majority of the time and so i am my days are relatively the same i'm waking up at the same time i'm doing the same work each day Um, but i am trying to cushion that in more rest in more gentleness in more and uh, you know I'm not judging myself if it's like 9 30 and I'm tired and I want to go to bed I'm not like Jamie you're so uncool I'm just like okay go to bed <laughs> you know um my husband works in the government but he's working from home right now so that's actually honestly a bit of a treat for me um and so we are at home and it's it's the weirdest thing Kim because I think you know, in some ways it's the same and in some ways it's entirely different, you know, so it looks the same, but it doesn't feel the same. And you're right. Focus is so much harder right now, even though everyone's saying, you know, be mindful and get to those things you've always wanted to do, start writing your book, start painting. And I, I, you know, I support all that. Uh, but also we're just, we're in such a weird time that it's hard to also, I don't want to, I don't want to pretend it's not happening. You know, um, so my life hasn't changed that much in how it looks on the day to day, but boy, how it feels is different. Very well said. That's right. I think about that all the time. Like when I lay down, I'm like, it it could be exactly any other day, but yet it's not any other day. So, so interesting. I just a quick aside, because I was talking to this fellow last night and he's he's still going to work and he was like my things haven't changed for me at all I'm still going to work and and I, I just I guess maybe that's partly I mean I will admit my judginess there of like the opportunity is to let it be different to see what we can learn right um, I guess each of us is different, right? Like some, yes. for, some of us, our reaction to, I mean, you're an innovator, right? You're, you like love <laughs> to move in and see what, yeah. what the current circumstances can inspire. And for some people, I think every, every little bit of normalcy they can have is giving them a sense of reassurance. You know, I have to say, I looked out the window the other day and this little girl was riding her bike and she was like by herself. And I was like, oh, it's a little weird. She's out by herself. But then that wasn't true. Behind her, by an appropriate length of, you know, (laughs) came her sister on a skateboard. And then behind her, after another moment went by, came her mom who was jogging. And I thought, Mm. isn't that just so beautiful? It's, again, it's the same, but it's different. Um, and one thing I do have to say is somebody who is staying at home vigorously, uh, I do have asthma, so I'm conscious of being particularly protective of my lungs. So I'm staying home vigorously. Um, and Justin sometimes goes out, he goes out for a walk or he's gone out to get us groceries. And, and it's interesting though, the perspective that can, uh, a panic perspective, I think, that can come when you're isolated in your house because you're living in your imagination. You're imagining what it's going to be like that. And then Justin will come back and he'll say, yeah, you know, I saw people walking their dogs and there's still food at the grocery store. And so in this moment, I mean, I don't know what it's going to be like in a week, in six months, or I, I don't know. But in this moment, it is more okay than parts of my imagination are telling me it is. Hmm. Very good point. 
Yes. Yeah. But let me just, I'm just going to say though, I'll go back to what you said though and say people, we still really, really, really need, like we need to stay inside. If we, if yes. we can, if we are in a position and not everyone is, you know, uh, yesterday I was watching the news where right now construction is still going on in Toronto. My city is in a state of emergency uh, and okay. so is my province. And Essential services are the only thing that's supposed to be running, but right now that includes construction and because people need to have homes. And mm -hmm. so that was sort of the, that's sort of the argument behind why it's continuing. But yesterday I saw a very moving video of one of those construction workers talking to his fellow construction workers about how they need to behave, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, how hard it is in their situation to wash their hands frequently, how hard it is in their situation to keep a distance uh, for that kind of safety. And, you know, people who are, uh, I know in Canada, um, Justin Trudeau, our prime minister has come out and talked rather sternly like a dad to <laughs> all the people who are not, who are going out and partying or who are going to the park and congregating or who are doing any of those things. And I, I heard someone say, I feel like that good kid who's following the rules and watching somebody break the rules and knowing from now on, we're going to have indoor um, recess, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And it's just, that's a way we understand it of saying, you know, and oh, this is for some people, this will be a blip. And for some people, this will be their lives. And what we can do to be good people right now is take good care of us and look out for each other. So if we can stay home, and there's people who can't, mm -hmm. uh, but if we can, then let's let's do it. Yeah. It, yes. I, this is. I was thinking about that just because that guy. Right, he's still yeah. going to work, and there's so many people still going to work, and the grocery store workers and. There's something, I, I don't have this fully formed yet, but there's something about the collective and what that means and how we're all feeling connected to it or not connected to it. And I think you make a really good point, which is for some of us, contributing to the collective is pretty simple. It's stay home, right? Many of yeah. us, most of us, right? Yeah. And that really is a contribution and it's hard, I think, sometimes to remember that. And um, especially, like, my goodness, like, if if you are one of those people you know it, that can stay home and hasn't lost your job can pay your mortgage or your rent like you are in such a unique position like a good i'm so thankful right now like mm -hmm. i am so filled with gratitude that it like you said if the the least i can do is just stay inside not you know not come into contact with other people i there's a i wish i could find it but there's a quote i've always loved um and i'm gonna be one of those people who can't remember who said it <laughs> uh i hate that <laughs> but about you know i am uh, basically that i am only one person but i am one person and i can't do everything but i can do some things and i will not refuse to do what I can do. And I just think this is so meaningful right now. If, if the thing I can do is stay home, I'll stay home. I love you so much, Jane. Oh, thank you. That's such, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. I love Thanks for loving on me eyes. without, you know, be, being able to uh, <laughs> reference that quote. I'll get that's that. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> oh, so, okay. So let's see. What's, what do you think is, just sort of 
big, you know, what's the hardest thing for you right now? Just the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah. The hardest thing for me is worrying about the essentials. You know, the hardest thing for me is, um, yeah, is that worry of like, so I dance between this belief and thankfulness and gratitude that right now there's food on the, you know, at the grocery store right now, there is electricity right now. There is the internet right now. I'm so thankful for that. But the thing that dances on my mind is always sort of how to prepare or fear that that will disappear. You know? Um, yes. So being with that anxiety, uh, like, like I said, I dance back and forth. Sometimes my partner is gratitude and sometimes my partner is anxiety. And I can tell you which one I prefer. <laughs> but I don't seem to always get to choose. And one thing that's been helping me a little bit is thinking about um, like really understanding that when I am in anxiety and stress, my body's resistances are lower. Like mm. it is literally a part of my resilience to try to cultivate a sense of calm and to be a little woo about it too. I really do believe that my cultivating a sense of calm, your cultivating a sense of calm is going to contribute to that collective we were talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, I just think about, you know, when you, yeah, we've all had this experience where you're in the house with somebody and somebody was in a bad mood, you know, mm -hmm. and they're like, yes, moving angrily through mm -hmm. and pushing things and, you know, and it affects us all. Yes. And so I think that, like, I know physically, physiologically, it's a fact that if I can keep my calm, my body will be stronger. My spirit will be stronger. Uh, but also, I really do believe I'll contribute more to my com close community than if I let myself get wound up. Yes. Just to add on to that, I think in a very concrete way, we can see that by being able to be available to other people who are struggling more. I mean, it, you know, it's like this ability to be able to I've had a couple of calls where I've talked with people and they, you know, they start crying and my ability to be calm in that and just kind of be there to witness that is there's real, that's a huge deal. Right. That's and it's hard to right. do if you're in your own shit, so to speak, <laughs> you're yeah, in your own moment of panic and fear. A hundred percent. It is a real contribution to bring some calm witnessing energy. And it's also, you know, oddly that just made me think too, just to expand too on that is there's also a gift in being able to share your tears and your fears. Mm -hmm. You know, yes. it's something we don't do as humans. Often we kind of hide it. We kind of hold back. We kind of think we're supposed to be strong and we're supposed, so there's something really tender and vulnerable and possible when we can be honest with each other and when we can connect person to person. It's, it's a beautiful thing when we recognize we really are in it together. Like we really are all feeling scared. Like I think about how much people are talking about, I think this is like a diversion tactic that's subconscious for so many of us is everybody's talking about how like they're getting bored or frustrated being like having to stay inside, you know, mm -hmm. self-isolating. And I, I, I don't, like I imagine if they were spending 14 days 
on a beach or at the cottage <laughs> or in their garden on holidays, that, that wouldn't be what it is. It's actually sort of that sublimated anxiety about the situation we're in that's making it seem so difficult. Um, mm-hmm. So being honest, open, aware of where that's coming from. So we don't misdirect our actions. Yes. yes. <laughs> you yes. know, to just try to, I'm going to try to entertain myself. More. I'm going to, you know, right. it, in fact, really, it's just to say, actually, I, the truth is I'm scared. Exist- this is, is Yes. Yes. Then we can take <laughs> right action, right? Then we can take action that makes sense and actually addresses what's bothering us. Yeah, this is a something actually was one of the things that I kept hearing that I think was in the background of me wanting to do this is that, you know, it's one thing to say, like, don't, don't be afraid, don't panic. But mm-hmm. the reality is we're all terrified at some level. Yeah. And so it's like, so just, it, I get it. Like, I understand the don't panic idea, <laughs> but yeah. I also understand that it's probably going to happen a little bit, or at least fear is going to be here anyway. Sometimes, like you said, so beautifully, sometimes that will be your dance partner. So you can try and ignore that, or you can simply let do that dance and chances are good that, you know, something else will change. If we're experiencing anything, it's that, right? Like you started out every 10 minutes, it can shift. So One of the things that's helped me the most in all of this, I'm going to have to send him a thank you note, is a short video by Chris Hadfield, the Canadian astronaut. Oh, I saw you posted that. Yes. Oh, Kim, it's so good. Because Mm -hmm. here's a man who has, you know, faced real danger, (laughs) you know, and he's got this very pragmatic approach about how do we create safety and purpose in the midst of something that's dangerous. And it just gave me this hope. It just reminded me that we as human beings navigate dangerous situations all the time. Yeah. You know? And so I, and that just really helped me. One of the things he says, and it is so take care of your spaceship. And that changed everything for me. I was like, yeah, that's why my mission right now is to take care of my spaceship, you know, to, to make sure that anything comes in this house is clean and, uh, mm-hmm. that we, we are being as safe as we can be, that we tend to each other and are loving, but we do what we can to be calm and um, that we stay informed. And actually one of the other things he said is know the actual risk. Um, mm. I thought that was really useful too. Uh, but it just, it, we can feel so overwhelmed because we have no control about what this virus is going to do. You know, so it's just this over, and we've watched far, I don't know about you, but like I've watched far too many (laughs) post-apocalyptic zombie (laughs) movies and all those images are in my mind. So, so he gave me a different perspective about human beings can thrive, not just, he said thrive and be productive. Human beings can thrive and be productive in dangerous situations. And that was just a really great reminder that we are capable of great things. I'll have to find that and link it up. Yeah, it's awesome. There. It, it really changed things for me. It, <laughs> it's one of those good. things that moved me, like that I reacted to in a very positive direction. Yes. yes. <laughs> Thanks, Chris Hadfield. Yes. Yeah. yes, 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 yes. So I think let's, let's do one more just of my okay. little okay. stack of questions, which is what do you hope changes because of all of this? Mm. 
Well, you know, part of my mission in this world is to stand up for creativity um, as an essential part of who we are as human beings. And one of the reasons that's so profoundly important to me is because the world needs it right? Like the world needs our ability to adapt. Our world needs our ability to come up with cool, innovative ideas, to think outside the box. And when we see a crisis, you know it's true. What do you think all those scientists are doing right now? They're trying to come up with creative solutions. What are all those moms with five kids under the age of 10 trying to do right now? Come up with creative solutions. So it's, and not only that, like on an, uh, 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 as well as sort of solving problems, but also as human to human connection. What, what are the things that are bringing us peace right now? Listening to music, yeah. watching movies, mm-hmm. right? What are the things that are making us feel connected? Hearing stories about how other people are coping. This is yeah. all the arts and creativity, reminding us of our humanity, our connection, what's worthwhile about life, how we get through, and also giving us the capacity to respond. And so what I want to be different is that for us to really see that this matters. And it doesn't just matter that other people are doing it, it matters that we're doing it. You know, that we have our own creative capacity, our own unique perspective, our own gifts to share. And... Um, that we do it. (laughs) You know, I'm seeing lots of people I know, like sort of budding people in the creative field who want to maybe say teach classes and maybe they're taking this opportunity because they're feeling the call to contribute and they're saying, hey, for the first time ever, I'm going to teach this yoga class online. For the first time ever, I learned how to make a guided meditation here or like you, Kim, for the first time ever, I'm going to make a podcast because I see that there's something important about who we are and what we have to share. So what I hope is that that awakened creativity will continue to sustain us, guide us, connect us in the future. I have to say it again. I love you, Jamie. <laughs> I just, yeah, I love like you. we just need to put that in a bottle. For everybody, what you just said. Yeah. I just, when you were talking, Jamie, I was really aware of like, and I mean this really sincerely, like the impact you've had on my life. It's huge. So thank you for being you. You're so welcome. And being brave. Let's see, you're such a model of courage at some level. Oh, thank thank you. So I guess this brings us to the end of our little conversation. I'll, We'll have a little time capsule now of this moment in time, March 26th, as we are saying, things will be changing. Um, lots of lots of great stuff in here to come back to, I think. Um, I think I'll just end by saying, Jamie, I'm glad I'm in this with you. So oh, thank you so too, much for being too. a guest. Yeah, thank All right. you. Thanks.